2: rock bottom podcast then Matt Sorum
0: rock bottom one of my favorite songs by UFO <laughs>
2: rock bottom rock bottom <laughs> super stoked I, to I have a, you here I had
0: a UFO fan club in high school
2: really? yeah
0: wow because everyone liked Led Zeppelin but I liked rock, I liked uh, UFO how come? I don't know just to be different <laughs> Led Zeppelin in those days was like sort of like mainstream
2: yeah,
0: yeah. you know so I was like me and my buddies at ufo club
2: so you have to put it mildly a rather impressive, you know background you started out or may not started out but got known playing with the cult and then of course guns and roses dealt older, hall of a vampire still yeah and uh now deadland rituals mm-hmm. with none other than geese butler Frankie Perez, Steve Stevens, which we know from Billy Idol, Mike Jackson, and mm-hmm. whatnot. How did this band start out? Because it is a band. It's not just a project, right? It is a I band. stand
0: on this one corner in Hollywood, and I have this sign. It says, Hey, I'm starting a band, you know. Put an ad in the newspaper. No, that's what I used to do in Hollywood. But, um, no, I just, you know, I've I've just been very fortunate to... To be sort of in a circle of musicians and gotten to know a lot of guys over the years and been around for quite a, quite a while, <laughs> you know. Like I just got an email from uh, I just got a text from Mike Inez, Malice and in Chains. But you know, we have a lot of friendship and a lot of sort of like when we come out here, we all see each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Mike had a band. We were in Slash's Pit together. Oh yeah. You know, I remember a I don't know I just I kind of behind the scenes I've always been that guy that's like always conjuring up something mm-hmm. you know like hey what if we get this guy or
2: so you're the guy that like starts bands not just you no,
3: know
0: I've, like I've that started variety. I've started a few yeah. like you know when we did Slash the Snake Pit me and Slash were like driving down this hill and we are like we were we have written these songs and you know I said he said who should we get to play bass I said Mike Inez. let's get Mike he's available you know and stuff like that. So when this band came to fruition, I, you know, I'd always liked this singer Frankie Perez. He is not mm-hmm. maybe as well known as some of the rest of us, but...
2: You've been with Apocalyptica?
0: Yeah, he's been around, you know, and I've had my eye on him and I think he's... he needs something that's been, you know, to be called, call his own vehicle, if you will, like mm-hmm. a rock and roll vehicle, music musical vehicle. So as his voice and everything which I've always appreciated... I have always been a huge fan of Steve Stevens, but I've never really uh, had a big relationship with Geezer Butler with the exception of I played with him once in LA for an event
2: mm-hmm. um, like an little Star band. Or yeah, something. like an
0: event thing. Mm-hmm. And then I did a, a he came and joined the Hollywood Vampires when we played the Roxy and we and, have to
2: name drop who else is in the
0: Hollywood of Vampires <laughs> uh, some pirate guy
2: yeah
0: and, yeah Johnny Johnny something.
2: Yeah, yeah just saw a movie with him last night and then these year. other two dudes yeah Alice, some guy from some band called
0: that was good Joe know, Perry yeah, yeah I made
2: something, <laughs> something yeah, like that yeah,
0: or the a other bunch of bombs <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah so anyway he came and played and we had such a blast and then you know when I read that Sabbath was you know basically done and,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know you, you always wonder are they really over you know is it really the end you know but, when,
2: when do one <laughs> get to retire from this business <laughs> so,
0: so when I saw that I, I I've I've reached out to geezer and I said hey you know I got these two guys that I think this combination of players could be interesting different some people are like scratching their heads like "Well, wow, that's kind of a weird lineup but i I don't think so at all. I just I think musically everyone's super on top of their game and, and so that's how that sort of happened. And then we got you know, we got started getting into the songwriting process and Sentkeys were a song that Steve had written sort of as a benchmark. I said to Steve, Hey, let's write something heavy, kinda of in the Sabbath vein and, you know, using that as sort of a jumping point. Right? Okay. And Gizu liked the song, you know, and he said, I'm in. And then we started getting together and working, and Steve went to his Gizu's, uh, uh, and Steve got together, right, and things like that. And then mm-hmm. we all got together, and then we recorded. And then we called an agent to book some shows. Uh-huh. Really how it happened. And now here we are in Europe. You know, we, we booked this, I think, the beginning of the year. Sort of just to get going, you know, because we're a new band. It's Mm -hmm. it's very weird. It's like (laughs) some guys have been doing this for a while. We're a new band. Yeah. And it brings a lot of energy that you remember when you were like young. Like when you were. Do you
2: still get starstruck? Like. You know, playing with Giza Butler. Giza's
0: a hero, man. Yeah. Of course, I don't tell him that. I tell him he's great. <laughs> well, I it like I say,
2: like first rehearsals. Well, obviously, you I, played with him once before, but you know, being a drummer and playing with a bass player it was you know, you know, you know just the right. I've played with and so and... many
0: amazing musicians over the years, but I res- I'm very respectful. About it. Yeah. See, I understand who has come before me, and I, 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 I always want to be representative respect. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Gieser's one of those guys. You know, and I always, when he joined the band, I said to him, you know, Gieser, you know, you know, you got the veto right. Whatever you say is cool, it's cool. Whatever you don't like, just say it. Mm-hmm. And it's done. Okay. It's like, right? <laughs> so, right? Well, he's, he's a monster. I mean, why God wouldn't sake. he? Yeah. Why wouldn't he have that right? Yeah. He, he's earned it. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. And, then, and then, you know. and But, you know, he... Geyser likes being a bad guy. You know, he's like, Oh, no, Matt, no. I'm, I'm in the band. Mm-hmm. He likes being in a unit. But know? what
2: was it like? Because he was kind of retired or semi-retired or well, whatever. Well, you read
0: the article. He, he got over that pretty quick. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, you know... He one of the, you know he, he's an outdoorsy kind of guy, though. Mm-hmm. You know, he likes to go out and... You know, because you got to remember, when you're a musician, you've been on the road your whole life. You don't really see much.
2: Nope, true.
0: So you got to go back and enjoy those places that you've been to a hundred times. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I came here last summer, and with my wife, and we tooled around. I've been to Italy fifty times, but I never seen anything. Nope. I never <laughs> went to the Colosseum or you know any museums. So that was like, wow, we're on vacation. It's mm-hmm. not like we're not on tour. It's, true. You know, So I came to Copenhagen about three or four days early and I I cruised around and went and saw stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, we got him out of retirement, you know, and I got him on the bus. I said, when was the last time you were on a bus? He says, oh, it's about 20 years ago. Of course. You know, I said, well, I think you're going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) So I just saw him and I said, what do you think? Cause we just got the buses yesterday.
2: This is a really nice nightliner.
0: Yeah, oh, and he's yeah. on another. We're on another one over there.
2: Oh, yeah, an even nicer one. Star coach, star, <laughs> star coach.
0: Yeah, and uh, so I just wanted to have fun, you know. And I think that's really what it is about for us, you know. If we're going to have fun and enjoy this, this particular moment in our career.
2: speak in your mind. Me? Yeah. I always have, yeah. Yeah?
0: Well, yeah. And not
2: in a bad way, Well, but, you know.
0: (laughs) There's moments in my career where maybe I was a little bit, uh, I don't know, maybe it got the best of me a couple times. Uh Uh-huh. You You think of someone in particular? I wouldn't. Well, I'm just a human being like everybody else and I just feel like, I don't know, I would hope that people would, would be that way too, but...
2: People are different.
0: I'm not... a. My mom always used to say to me, son, you know, it's gonna, you're going to get out there in life, you're going to have to eat a little crow,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which meant keep your mouth shut sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, in retrospect, maybe there's things in the past, but I've gotten a lot more humble as I've gotten older too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe it wasn't my place in certain instances to say things, but I've always been that sort of A personality kind of guy,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: you know. Um, But nowadays, I'm just really grateful that I'm still able to do this shit.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: and play. I'm really more about just keeping everyone happy.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, and that's that's great because I've been in some of the biggest bands. There's been ups and downs. You know, and not, in the
2: biggest bands, there are also very big personalities. And you
0: don't want to get out there and have a shitty time. No. You're like, this sucks. Why does this suck? Mm-hmm. Uh, shit.
2: Yeah. Right? Penthouse problems, I call them. Yeah. It's like, like getting a mountain off of a molehill.
0: Yeah, and then you get, in the, you get in a situation and it sucks and you go, God. And then you realize it's not always all about the money and it's not about this and that and the other thing. It's about feeling good
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: that's
0: where i am now in my life i want to play with people that i that i respect and i like as people yeah uh, if we have a little row we we make up and we we uh, apologize or whatever
2: mm-hmm. you know move on mm-hmm. that's good did you move to the desert a couple of years ago yeah why
0: I just, you know, I was just ready for a break from Hollywood. I've been in Hollywood since 1979. Uh-huh. Just being that guy. Yeah. You know, going out, hey, you know.
2: Since your late teens.
0: Yeah, yeah since I was 19 years yeah. old. And, I just felt like I needed, I, I could never really break away from it. It was a weird thing because as a drummer, you know, obviously I've been through so many bands and I've, I've had this this very interesting career about somehow morphing into these different things (laughs) and being able to to keep going, right? But I'll have have lulls in my career where there'll be a year go by and nothing. It's like, are people not calling me because they think I'm not available or that I'm going to ask for too much money or something? But I only get in situations that seem to be maybe a little bit bigger or whatever. Uh, And... When that period of time came, I really wanted to just go and get away and reboot. Mm -hmm. So, when I went to the desert, I went to this very cool space that I have out there that's near a mountain. And, you know, I've been off drugs and alcohol now about 11 years, but I was like, me and my wife went out there. I wrote my book, which I just finished. Mm -hmm. I did that. I spent over a year and a half writing my book.
2: When's that due for release? Next year. Oh,
0: cool! Yeah, you have a title for it. I, I can't say yet. We're okay. still dabbling in titles, but mm-hmm. we're very close. And then, um, so I kind of really did like a reboot of my my soul and everything, and just and then I was really super re-energized when I when I got done with. Well, I'm still living in the desert. I go back. Yeah. And, I go back and forth from L.A. And then when I drive in L.A. It's like I'm going into it, you know. It's uh, like into
2: combat. <laughs> kind of.
0: You know, and I go out to the desert and I'm like, Oh, I drive around in my old car I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like French <laughs> bulldog. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's like rock and roll problems of like, you know. But is I've, it the
2: energy of the place or is it yeah, that it's, you it's, have changed? It's yourself? me too.
0: Me too, and it's the, You became
2: a vegetarian too,
0: right? Uh I eat I eat uh or plant-based or yeah, whatever I'm not, I'm not, I, you know I went vegetarian for for a long time and now I bring in some other things but based on uh, just everything I'm doing now is more of a healthy lifestyle it yeah. puts you that way I just want to live you know <laughs> that was about, That's about now it's about have my wife's a little younger I always say hey you know I want to be around for you you yeah. know. And I, you know, we haven't even had kids yet. You know, she wants to have kids now, and I'm like, okay, I can do that. but well, got... you
2: have to stick around
0: for I do. some time So you yeah. got to think about these things, yeah. you know. And I'm it's... out here on the road. I'm drumming. and I'm like, you know, fuck, I got to stretch. I got to, yeah. you know, it's not the old days <laughs> where I could throw back two shots of at, every last you know, God no,
3: we're not in our fifties anymore.
0: Get, get up there and throw that down. <laughs> you know? But so yeah, I love it, and I'm in this. You know, a neighborhood that's next like to this mountain that's on Indian land, Native American. Oh. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, very calming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, But that gives me the energy to come back into this world, you know. And then, you know, I feel at home here. I feel really relaxed today. And then for me, being relaxed uh, is getting up on stage and having a great show.
2: Yeah. I can understand that.
0: The old days, it was like, fuck, what am I going to do to, like, tear myself up? Mm-hmm. Party all night, and uh-huh. you know, let me see if I can make it to the set without passing out. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm Your tour
2: manager would have been so excited
0: about when that. When I went on tour <laughs> <laughs> with Metallica, you know, Justice for All, I remember me and Lars would just party all night, and then I would stand on stage and laugh at him from the side, you know, because <laughs> I knew he <it> was hurting. <laughs> but the thing about it was, in those days, you'd sweat it out and start all over again. Yeah, you know, you would get up there, feel like shit and over and like oh fuck and then you'd see the crowd and the crowd brought that brought you all back
2: You're feeding from that energy oh from my the god crowd.
0: Yeah. you know I'd say to people you don't really understand I'm really into energy and shit like that now mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. you know, like all kinds of metaphysical stuff but energetically what's happening up there is the transition of energy from the audience so, mm-hmm. you're feeding off this, you know, you got to remember this, whatever amount of 30,000 people looking at you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't say that that isn't spent sending a vibration through you that, Course. that transfers love and aspiration and all those sorts mm-hmm. of things. And admiration. Admiration, I mean. Mm-hmm. Admiration. And so, you, you know, you walk off filled up with all that, And in the old days, you'd be like, now what do I do? Oh, my wow. God.
2: I have to stay high. <laughs> well,
3: that's what it was. Any yep.
0: performer can understand that. Yep. They can understand that. Now I got to keep that going. Mm-hmm. What is that feeling that I'm mm-hmm. having? That feeling is you're high. And now I'm going to stay high so I'm, now I'm going to go get the girl. Now I'm going to go get the, the I'm going to keep drinking. I'm going to keep partying because I want to mm-hmm. keep that. And then, and yeah, the problem with that in the old days was that transferred into ego, and now I'm this. Yeah. You know, I go, oh, look at me. I am the king. You yeah. Know? yeah. And but now, 20
2: lines of so blow later, you don't yeah, get as high as the first, lines first will anyway. Blow, so and then you gotta
0: fucking drink more. Yeah. You know, fuck. Level it out. <laughs> so now it's like more of like, for me, it's a whole, whole different energy. And I come off and I'm like, fuck, that was great. You know, even if I have a little bit of a mishap, I try to, I don't. Like relive the show, like okay. I, like I used to go, oh fuck! I played that one song a little weird, <laughs> something you know. So go, how do you
2: handle that now? I just
0: kind of go, hey man, forgive yourself. Yeah, all that. I'm stuff, human. That takes what? work. Uh huh. You know, you know how we all are. We do that. We beat ourselves up about stuff.
2: And, yeah.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. And what's, like, all that shit's just gotten easier as you get older. Mm-hmm. You learn, you know.
2: Of course. You have a Swedish connection, actually, no. with this album.
0: We do? Yeah. We?
2: Jonas Åkerlund.
0: Oh, I love him. Yeah? So great.
2: How
0: he, did that come about? Oh, he's been a friend of mine for a while, and I love him. And You know, he's he's a hard rock fan.
2: He used to be a drummer.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came here with the vampires, we were in Stockholm, and Jonas took us to his house and came mm-hmm. to the show. Um but in LA, he has a house in LA, and we, we get together for dinner. He came out and visited me in Palm Springs with his wife, B. Ackerman, yeah. who's a very famous clothing designer mm-hmm. or I mean, uh, uh, stylist. Yeah. And they're mainly known for doing a lot of pop. You know, they do Beyonce and Madonna. And,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But he he's a he's a heavy metal dude. He loves rock and roll. So I called him up. I say, hey man, we help us. We're just getting started. We're indie band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah man let's do a photo shoot so he did the photos like, really sh- cool photos yeah, yeah. yeah and I wanted it to be you know this you know he knew what to do yeah and he did the logo too oh okay. that's just a, as an extra
2: <laughs>
3: you know and it
0: is you know it's gothic and it's yeah. old English but it's hand drawn by a guy here in Sweden
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay and then the the raven was drawn I got his name in my phone my book that I wrote is with two Swedish writers really yeah cool they're they're here actually Carl and
2: Alex, perhaps.
0: No Martin Stenson. Oh, okay. You no know Martin. No, I don't. They, they've written a lot of books. Cool. And uh, So, they already have two Swedish guys.
2: Look forward to, to reading that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, uh, I'm going to let you go and get on stage in a while. And uh, thank you so much. it such an yeah, honor and a pleasure f- to have Five you.
0: hours from now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank and you. And best
0: of luck with everything. Thank you. All right.